Welcome, sports fans. Once again, this is the Husky Bulletin Podcast. It's John Wisebrod. By the time you're listening to this, it is Sunday, July 30th. This is Season 1, Episode 7. Wow. We've already gotten to 7. Our guest tonight, before I get to him, I'll tease it. He's another Hall of Famer. I want to go through our list of expanding partners here on the Husky Bulletin Podcast. Wow. This thing is growing. Our sponsorships are becoming more robust, and we've got new ones coming that are beyond this list, but we need to start with our all-star sponsor, Wayne Nord Wetmore Wealth Management. We've got a couple new captain-level sponsors, Havana Hills Golf and Event Center, as well as Car Time of Owatonna. Shout out to Clayne Dushik for bringing on Car Time of Owatonna. And then our starter-level sponsors as we sit here today, July 30th on a Sunday, our Matthew Petzinger Agency of American Family Insurance in Wasika. Irish Eyes Studio, and then CBD Centers of Wasika. Once again, Wayne Nord Wetmore Wealth Management, Havana Hills Golf and Event Center, Car Time of Owatonna, Matthew Petzinger Agency, Irish Eyes Studio, and then CBD Centers of Wasika. Once again, thank you to all of those sponsors on the show tonight. The first of what is going to be a two-piece installment. We're going to have to break this thing up because we just talked for so long. It's Mark Weiss, the Hall of Famer. Played for Owatonna, Hall of Fame at OHS, went on to play at Mankato State University, one of the best offensive linemen ever in OHS history. Some could argue he's the best there ever was, and he's a good friend of mine, and we sat down and talked everything from Ken by golf to Zach Weiss, his son, Mitch Weiss, his older son, to being a hockey parent, to being a football coach, to his new role with the football team, and so much more. Anyone who knows Mark Weiss knows it's going to be entertaining, and it was. I've gotten to know him quite a bit over the last three or four years since he had hounded me and hounded me and hounded me. John, we need you in the Ken Buy. I need you to be there to do more than just donate some items for the raffle and drink beer, right? That's the only thing I had done before last year. He finally broke me. I put a team together, swung a stick last year, didn't do so well for various reasons, Came back this year with the vengeance. Got him on the show. He wanted to talk a lot about that. So big thanks to Mark Weiss for putting together a great Ken Buy. That's where we started, where we ended. Well, you're going to have to find out. This was really a lot of fun having Mark Weiss on the show. I don't think he needs any more introduction than I've already given him, but what the heck. So without further ado, Season 1, Episode 7, Installment 1 of 2, Mark Weiss. Get kind of emotional about it because the passion that you guys have. Sure. I said your team yeah, number. I got lifted up. And I seen somebody, <laughs> yeah. I almost jump into someone's yes. arms yeah. and hug them. It was like more they, like he uplifted me. Yeah. yeah. And it was just like, it was fun. These guys are incredible. Yeah. These guys are so much fun. And everybody else I loved, loved it. it. We're going to get to the second level and you're going to bust one. And boom, here you go. Sports Center. <laughs> Dave is my father. My hips are feeling good this year. They're brand new. There's got titanium in these puppies. My first year was when you guys won in 2013. So it might have been their second year as ball boys. But I just remember thinking, oh, this little Weiss. I don't even know if I knew his name. I just knew he was the ball boy. He likes purple Skittles. It was either it was one <laughs> of them. Like, 
just Doug and I, he's got that dry sense of humor. And he yeah. Just, he just drives me bananas because he knows what buttons to push on me. You know, Jeff will be the first one to tell you. He's like, these guys will come up to me and say, do you remember when you said this or you did this? And Jeff will just go, no, no, I don't have any clue. He doesn't know what he did yesterday. It's on record that you yeah. did win something. <laughs> I did win something. Hey fans, it's Dan Weisberg, color commentator for the Husky football team. Are you ready for some Friday night lights? Once you're done listening to Roy and I on the call, head down to Reggie's Brewhouse on North Cedar Avenue for the ultimate post-game celebration. It's the place to be this fall. Enjoy fresh cocktails, ice-cold beers, and the electric atmosphere that only Reggie's can deliver. Win or lose, we're here to celebrate the spirit of the game. Meet up with friends, share unforgettable moments, and savor the taste of victory. Reggie's Brewhouse, your post-game destination. Must be 21 years or older to drink. Please drink responsibly. Ameriprise Financial Advisors can work with you to provide personalized, goal-based advice based on your short and long-term goals. Plus, you can track your investments and find financial solutions with our digital tools and regular meetings. Call Wayne Norwood Wetmore Wealth Management, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, today at 507-444-0901. That's 507-444-0901. Offices located at 1850 Austin Road, Owatonna, Minnesota. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, member FINRA and SIPC. Irish Eyes Studio in Owatonna creates tattoos and piercings for all of southern central Minnesota. Owner and artist Sean McCarthy is a tattoo artist specializing in realism and comic art. When it comes to tattoos, details are everything. With 30 years experience as an artist, there aren't many details his Irish eyes can't bring out. If you're in the market for some new ink or piercings, find Sean and his team online at irisheyestudio.com or on Facebook at Irish Eyes Studio. When Irish eyes are smiling, the detail shows. Are you looking for a natural way to find balance and relief? Look no further than CBD Centers of Wasika, your local destination for premium CBD, clones, and other items. Our knowledgeable staff is here to guide you in choosing the perfect solutions to fit your needs. For more information, follow us on Facebook and stop by the store at 109 2nd Avenue Southeast across from Vibrant Family Chiropractic to see our full selection. CBD Centers of Wasika. We know it because we grow it. At American Family Insurance, your small business is a big deal to us. You've worked hard to achieve your goals and face challenges like rising inflation and staffing shortages. I know because as an American Family agent and business owner right here in your community, I've faced them too. As you continue to build your dream, know that I'm here to help. I've built my business with a vision of helping you protect yours. Contact Matthew Petzinger, agent at Matthew R. Petzinger Agency, LLC, at 101 State Street South in Wasika or call 507-835-2770 today. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, SI and its operating companies, 6000 American Parkway, Medicine. Wisconsin. Just northeast of Owatonna is a unique par 3 golf experience, Havana Hills Golf and Event Center. The new owners have worked tirelessly to upgrade the greens, enhance its venues, and cultivate a welcoming environment. Green fees start at just $11 and are tailored to fit junior to senior level players. And don't forget, Havana Hills boasts the city's only public driving range that includes 20 spacious stalls and an assortment of newly installed yardage markers and targets. Head online to HavanaHillsGolf.com or call 507-571-0249 today and experience the upgrade of Havana Hills. Welcome, folks. You are listening to this on Sunday, July 30th. This is when this is airing in front of me as a guest. God, I got all I had to do, Mark, was win a golf tournament. Well, yeah, it's on record that you yeah. did win something. <laughs> I did win something, but it's a lot. It's a lot better improvement than last year. <laughs> it's, I tell you, we're not going to have the same handicap next year. Oh but no, we, you're, you're labeled no, now. No, no, no. We, we are, but I'd rather have the label. 
than the other way. But things turned around this year. We had, we'll go through this quickly. You know, my name is on the show, but that, you know, we're, <laughs> we're here for Mark Weiss, folks. <laughs> no. uh, you know what? It was a day where we had a guy who, you probably met him, Jason. He could pipe it off the, off the tee. He just could, right? And we were with the group, Scala's group, his group of ringers, because Matt wasn't there, right? Yeah. And they were probably the best group there, one of the best. Yeah. So we're like, oh, man, we, we had the box from them for about six in a row. We birdied, and we just didn't let them have it. So we were feeling good. Right. And if Jason didn't pipe it, I my father-in-law, who 69, not 70 yet. He's a good golfer. He's a good golfer. Yeah, he, I watched him a little bit. Yeah, he, um, I'd say a couple months before, shot a 74 in Arizona. And he regularly has bad days, and he shoots an 81. So he's a mid-70s guy. He was steady, Eddie, the whole way. If you, got, if you got a strength, hang exactly. with it, man. If you're a good putter, putt. Putting. Absolutely. Putting was my day. Yeah. Oh, I'd say that it was, that's what I brought. Matthew Hughes, our uh, shout out station manager here, probably met him too, but he complimented. We were the two least good golfers, but he was really good seven iron in, right? You know? Right. I'm not, but I can approach a little bit from 150, you know, 100 and. Off the tee, I was probably picking up those guys, but man, he just floated a couple on there, and you know, look at us. But enough about that. That was fun, though, Mark. No, You've been doing wanna, that for a while. I, I still want to go into this, man. No, well, there's more to talk about here. This is uh, okay. All right, Mark. All right. You've been doing the the Ken Bai for this is the this, in. this was the twenty third year. How fun is that? <laughs> Seriously, it, uh, you know, I don't want to say it's a well oiled machine, but it's after, a while over the machine. years that I've. Uh, I believe I've gotten smarter, and with uh, <laughs> uh-huh. regards to asking for help and yep. and putting it all together, I've tr- I've tried to eliminate, you know, a lot of mistakes that we've made in the past. But uh, it, it's been fun. You know, it's it's one of those things where it's it's a it's always a great afternoon or even morning. Guys let loose a little bit. And they talk about stories and they talk. They get to see Jeff on the twelfth hole. He does. You know, badgering yeah. him <laughs> as well, and they mm-hmm. get to see former coaches and. You know, Jeff will be the first one to tell you. He's like, these guys will come up to me and say, do you remember when you said this or mm-hmm. you did this? And Jeff will just go, no, no, I don't have any clue. <laughs> he doesn't know what he did yesterday. Well, yeah. And, uh, but it's been so much fun. And the guys, my committee that I have, they come, they know what to do. There's not a lot of turnover. No. And they just, they just show up and do their jobs. And I, I hopefully it's a well-organized, I mean, you play in it. I do. I and you know, Mark, for years, it was like, ah, you know, I got something going on. And sometimes I did, because you'd ask me every year. And then finally I said, screw it. It's not about being good at golf. Absolutely. No. But once you get into it, it truly is not about the golf. It's everything from the Calcutta draft on Friday night, yep. the Eagles, which I think you guys have been doing that three or four years, whatever This it was is. our second, second year. Second, yeah, second yep. year. Super cool, super fun. Last year was the first year in it, and I had... Got me out to golf a little more and got me into just, you know, I want to make it look like I kind of know what I'm doing. Did okay last year. Then this year, I mean, I had a lot of holes to get in, you know, played a lot of golf before. You did, you did, you, you did know, your homework, man. I did my homework. And it's so fun because when you get there, I can't stress how much it's not about the golf when you're out there. It is because it's fun. It's competitive, but it's not over the top. It's never like that. And you're with your foursome. Yep. And the cool thing is you get to meet another random foursome last year we had jeff elstead yeah. in our other foursome and my yeah. father-in-law him are now best buddies right they're both yeah. fairball guys yeah. Yeah. right so you get to meet that and then afterwards i um, mean i talk to jeff enough that it's like 
kind of leave them alone, but it's cool to solve all the world's problems with Sam Fenske, right? With a few yeah. pops, right? You it's know fun. what's what's neat is uh, you guys coming in last year. Like I said, I, yep. I hounded you and hounded you and hounded you them. I'm I like, broke. dude, I'm picking you up Saturday yeah. morning. You yeah. guys are you're in. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And yeah. just you and your personality yeah. of you're excited. You're, yeah. you're super you're, high you're, energy. Super high energy. Yes. And that's what kind of I really enjoyed because yeah. new coming coming in new, you're always kind of people are always standoffish. Yeah. You know, and they're you guys come to the Calcutta and I think you brought your spouses. I know yeah. your wife was there. Yeah, Shannon was there. And hopefully she had a good time. All loves it. Uh and that's the thing we want to incorporate more. We want to get the wives, the 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 players' wives. Friends. We want to get the friends. Yeah. Of, it's not just you don't have to play a whole ton of football to be in the Correct. golf tournament. And I'm it's telling just, you, my father-in-law, my brother-in-law are both on my team, and they will be on my team forever. And they talk about it every time I see them. God, that was fun. There's nothing like it. And I'm saying that. I mean, you're the tournament director, and I'll tell you now, it's nothing like it. So getting so getting back to from year one sure. with, with you. Yeah, let's see. And it. I'll never forget this. Yep. We were doing the announcing this year, and we had gotten the teams. Uh-huh. And Dean and Dean Walters goes, "Hey, girl, this is our teams." He goes, "Well, he, he had them. He didn't have the names on, but he had listed them by by the holes what they yep. were: four A, four B." Yeah. And I looked, and I'm like, "Is this right?" <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Love "This it. team, yeah. this team finished almost dead last last uh-huh. year, and they've jumped this far." Yeah. And. First thing that came to my mind was these guys are screwed next year. Yes, because their yep. handicap is going to be sorry, boom, gonna your, your holes. Yep. Uh, but when <laughs> when I was announcing the teams yes. and you guys were in the back, uh-huh. and when I and I you know I I get kind of emotional about it because the passion that you guys have. Sure. I said your team yeah. number. I get lifted up, and I seen somebody <laughs> yeah. I don't know, jump into someone's yes. arms. Yeah. And hug him. It was like more they, like he uplifted me. Yeah. 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 And it was just like. It was fun. These guys are incredible. Yeah. These guys are so much fun. And everybody else. I loved it. Loved it. Kate, you're sporting yep. the, oh, yeah. the fan t-shirts or yep. whatever. And all of a sudden you're just kind of gloating a little <laughs> yeah. bit. And everyone's like, what do you mean? Yeah. What's going on? It's like, yeah. hey, these guys brought their game. It's fun because last year, my father-in-law, the best of the group, was last year was six weeks from hip surgery. He was a shell of himself, so right. he kind of knew that. Uh, and then Jason, my brother-in-law, and myself were the two guys that were 100% last year. Carried it to this year. I knew my father-in-law. He's the best golfer I really know at that age or really any age. So he and I had been putting in a lot of time up in Hayward where he lives in the in the summer. We had. Shout out Butternut Hills. And, you know, he was hoping that Jeff Elstead was there, but he wasn't. This is awesome. This is so awesome. So we put dinner time and... Dave is my father in law. He's like, My hips are feeling good this year. They're brand new. There's got titanium in these puppies. I said, Dave, <laughs> yes. You're, He's a high energy guy. Yeah. Oh, so Golly. Awesome. Not afraid to talk to anybody. And then I knew I'd, I shot, you know, I think it was. Wait, what actually did you get? 40. To shoot? Well, bef- the week before, I shot a 49 up in Hayward. I'm like, All right, I'm good to go. Didn't do well to start. I think we shot two under, and then our handicap got us done. What sixteen under, whatever but it was. But that's the cool thing yeah, about, so about fun. playing the golf oh. is that yep. when it's handicapped, you necessarily everybody gets so mad because they need to stack their team. Sure. And now with our Iowa Chop format, uh-huh. where we we pay out the first place, the thirteenth place, yep. and the twenty fifth place team, you can get average golfers yep. and benefit from it. That's because so cool. let's say that you get hot, guys getting hot, and he's he's putting birdies, you know, yes. left and right, and all of a sudden, 
you know, you don't know where you're going to end up, mm-hmm. you know, it's, that's the whole part of the fun where. Because it's really, and the thing is, I'd be talking to you about this with as much passion as if we were in last, because it's to get to hang out. And I got to catch up with guys like Ryan Cronobush, which is, I've known him because he and I grew up before he moved here in a little town outside of Winona called Rolling Stone. And I didn't really, I didn't realize he works for the wild. He does. And he tells me about, and he's going to come on the show and he's Jeff helped him through some stuff that he was going through in high school and pulled him aside and said, Ryan, what are you doing, man? And he does not mind me telling us. I I know right now he's, he's good. And he he says, Jeff is, is the reason I come back every time because he helped me through some stuff. He went on and kicked at Minnesota West Mm -hmm. kicker didn't play here, but that is, is a premier event, and it's so cool that Fairbowl brings their coaching staff, yep. right? And then I'm sure you guys return the favor. We actually went, Who do you send there? We went, so it was last Friday. Sure. It was me, Dean Walters, Doug yeah. Main, and Doc Schuster. And Doc is a really, really good golfer. He? he was just the kind of like the fourth guy off. Like uh-huh. We would duff it, and Dino would, would hook it, and, <laughs> yeah. and I would hit it like 50 yards. <laughs> and, and Maynard, you didn't know where it, what, what Maynard was going to go. Yeah, but, you know, he was solid. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> You know, it was just one of those things where we did this like 15 years ago uh-huh. where it was kind of, it's like, hey, okay, you guys pay us $400, uh-huh. give us a check, and then we'll give you a check back. Yeah. And it's like, what, what are we, are we doing? doing here? So yeah. with Ned Lewis, the head coach there, him and I yep. played football against each other. We're sure. from, he's from Faribault. I'm from Otana. So we became really good friends. And I'm like, dude, we're just, we're good. We're good. Yeah. We just, just, just show call up. It even. Just, we'll call it even. We'll yeah. call it square. And so, yeah, we're going to continue this tradition. It might even just be Ned and the and the returning guys who I don't even know who the who the head coach is. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> it is a it is a premier event, and the cool thing is for anyone who doesn't know by now, it's the money that's raised for this equipment A, equipment B, equipment C, mm-hmm. keep our kids safe. Yeah, and and Jeff's not afraid. He's been on these mics saying this allows us to compensate a staff that we don't want to do it to say hey this is how great and awesome we are. It's so that you can work on left tackles. Doug can oversee the whole thing, interior linemen, and you can have melts with the tight ends, and that goes down to every position's got somebody to teach yep. one-on-one. I'll see you at practice. Chandler Buckholt, I was just talking with Ergermont about him Bucky. today, so that's in my head, right? Yep. I'd see you pull Bucky aside and or Terrell Connor that year and mm-hmm. just talk to him. Yep. I have a lot of pictures of you just talking to these guys one-on-one. It's like you don't, you're not yelling, you're talking loud. Yep. Right. So and that's cool yeah. because you can do that at Oatana and then and then obviously the maestro Doug. I mean, I this is a guy you know is doing something right. And I'm a little guy. I'm so intrigued by offensive linemen. I just watch the way he does it. So now he's gone and you and I had talked off the air a little bit. I'd love to hear your connection with Doug because you guys thirty plus years, both of you guys, and then now Kyle Melcher for people who don't know is gonna be kind of the, the new guy kind of taking over the old line. Yeah, so uh, how how I the first time I've ever actually saw Doug, and I'll never forget this. Well, it was 1983, so I was uh, 11, and we went to the Owatonna Indians Bloomington Jefferson State Semis, oh, and Doug right. was a senior captain, that's and I right. remember him walking out, him and Jeff Malo, and I don't know why I remember this, but <laughs> yeah. them walking out for uh, for the coin flip, yeah. stuff like that. And I've always, I just always knew of Doug. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we kind of knew each other a little bit just by name. Yep. And then all of a sudden I knew that Doug came back and I was at Mankato and I think uh-huh. we ran into each other at Mankato because he was taking some grad classes and yep. we just kind of kept in contact a little bit. But 
we never hung out or anything, but when I graduated from, from Mankato, I came back to Owatonna. The year before, I did my coaching practicum my senior year of college. So I went, actually came back with Jerry Peterson's staff, and I was the kind of the O-line, D-line assistant helper to Ed Draheim. Sure. Who was my coach, who was a legend. And I got to really enjoy the game and because I love, I'm a, a situational guy. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm a process guy where I'm telling the kids, this is what's going to happen. I think this is going to happen this way. They're going to run this stunt. So be prepared for that stunt. You know, I always want to make sure that the kids are are two steps ahead, mm-hmm. you know, and that's the kind of how, how I coach. And so when I came back, Jeff... I don't know. I think I was riding my bike or something, and, and it was I was I was done. I was working at the Eagles bartending, and I was try, looking for a job, first job out of college. And I ran into Jeff, and he's like, "Hey, hey, Weiss." He was walking with Nancy by Lincoln School, and he's like, "Hey, I want you to be on my B squad staff." And I didn't say how, how much is it. I said, yeah. "Absolutely." I didn't care what it was. I just wanted to be a part of it mm-hmm. and to help kids. And so, first year, I was a I was assistant O line so, coach. Ninety six. 97. Okay. And uh, <laughs> I was assistant, <laughs> assistant uh, B squad coach. Doug Wanius was the head coach. Jeff Salmonson was the other defensive coach. Just Doug and I, <laughs> he's got that dry sense of humor. And he yeah. Just, he just drives me bananas because he knows what buttons to push on me. <laughs> and, like you guys uh, are an old married couple. Oh, exactly. <laughs> and I'm just like, really, Wanius? Really, Wanius? Why are you yeah. doing this? Uh, <laughs> and so uh, then, you know, when the legend Ed Draheim had retired, Doug had took offensive line position, and I stayed at B squad. This is when we weren't platooning coaching. We were we were coaching one position on offense and one position on defense. So mm-hmm. actually, I was helping out with the O line and coaching outside linebackers for two years. And then Jeff had put together a different uh, coaching strategy or uh-huh. practice planning strategy, and he put together this platoon coaching thing. You know where we sir, you're going to be in charge of the tackles for varsity. Through B squad, so you're going to get these guys for three years, at the minimum. Mm-hmm. And so we would separate varsity from B squad. We would go on varsity O for the hour, and the B squad would go with the defensive coaches, sure. the varsity defensive coaches. Then after that hour, we would switch. We would have the B squad, and then the varsity would go and do defense with the varsity defensive coaches. So that's how it worked out. And uh, you know, 27 later, <laughs> I'm sitting here. Yeah, you know, kind of. Kind of making a different path for me with Doug retiring. You're going to have a new path this year. Yep. Talk about that. So I've always told Doug, and Doug and I were always been so close, and I said, Doug, mm-hmm. when you go, I go. And he's like, no, you're not. No, you're not. You're going to still continue to coach. I'm like, no, 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 I'm I'm done. I, mm-hmm. I want to try a different path. I want to go on a fall fishing trip. <laughs> I, want to, I want to do this. And so it was the... Right after the banquet, and I'm yeah. just sitting there, and I reached out to Jeff. I said, Jeff, I just, I just don't know what, what my plan is. And, uh-huh. you know, I, I he had talked to me about taking over the O-line, and and with my, with my job at the ALC, I just couldn't I, I couldn't do it. I, sure. I need, you needed someone young that's more aggressive and that can grow yes. as a coach, and Melch was the, the one that was a no-brainer. You know, so what I'm doing now is I'm going to be the head O-line coach for the ninth grade. <laughs> I don't know if it's a, it's a business card worthy, but oh, it uh, is. Believe me, they gave me a business card. They're going to give you one. Are you going to make so? One? What's nice about the freshmen is that they play a lot of their games on Mondays uh-huh. and a few Saturday mornings. Well, with Zach playing for the Gophers, they're playing Friday night. They're playing Saturday night. Yeah, I want to be able to go and and maybe even go to some away games. 
you know, just kind of ride that wave too. So yeah, it's, I'm looking forward to it because, you know, five, six years ago, we had lost Seth Muir, who was the O-line yeah, coach. That's right. For years yep. at the ninth grade. And he was perfect because he would get these guys lined up and get them dialed in for from a sophomore group. We didn't have we haven't had that because Seth moved to defense and blah blah yep. blah. We were kind of pinpointing things together. And I just felt that I want to get to ninth grade and I want to teach these kids the proper way so we don't have that downfall trend yep. and then we have to bring them up again. We guys we just want to go all the way straight up to the top. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I the juices are kind of kind of running again. It's, yeah. it's it's exciting. It's usually about yeah. mid late July. It's yep. starting to think football season. Yeah, absolutely. Ameriprise Financial Advisors can work with you to provide personalized, goal-based advice based on your short and long-term goals. Plus, you can track your investments and find financial solutions with our digital tools and regular meetings. Call Wayne Norwood Wetmore Wealth Management, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services LLC, today at 507-444-0901. That's 507-444-0901. Office is located at 1850 Austin Road, Owatonna, Minnesota. Ameriprise Financial Services LLC member FINRA and SIPC. Just northeast of Owatonna is a unique Par 3 golf experience, Havana Hills Golf and Event Center. The new owners have worked tirelessly to upgrade the greens, enhance its venues, and cultivate a welcoming environment. Green fees start at just $11 and are tailored to fit junior to senior level players. And don't forget, Havana Hills boasts the city's only public driving range that includes 20 spacious stalls and an assortment of newly installed yardage markers and targets. Head online to HavanaHillsGolf.com or call 507-571-0249 today and experience the upgrade of Havana Hills. This segment is proudly sponsored by our premier partners, Wayne Nord Wetmore Wealth Management and Havana Hills Golf and Event Center. Wayne Nord Wetmore of Ameriprise Financial is a proud all-star partner of the Fan Owatonna and the Husky Bulletin. They are also the title sponsor of a spotlight feature on former OHS girls hockey player and current starter at Division I St. Cloud State University, Grace Wolf. You can catch that feature online at thehuskybulletin.com. Visit Wayne Nord Wetmore. At their offices at 1850 Austin Road, that's the Austin Road Business Center near the fairgrounds. Havana Hills is a captain-level sponsor and invites golfers of all ages and skill levels to experience the upgrades that new owners Mark Langless and Adam Dooley have implemented since taking over this past spring. Nestled less than four miles northeast of downtown Owatonna, Havana Hills provides a unique par-3 experience and features newly manicured greens, an added bunker, an upgraded driving range, and much more. Visit HavanaHillsGolf.com to book your tee time today. Once again, that's HavanaHillsGolf.com. We can, we're going to get to Zach, but Mitch, I remember Rochester Mayo, fullback 26. I'm like, who, who's this guy? Caught a first down. I'm like, okay, they got plans for this kid. And Mitch coming through, and, and I think you and I have talked about all those state championship teams, Mitch included and Zach, have included coaches with kids on the team yeah and i see your eyebrows raised that is you know your culture at Owatonna has been established now it's just being reinforced whether it's a youth camp kids coming through the coaches they're helping out with stations i think that's the number i believe this is the number one reason why we won those three state titles is because we had coaches kids but we were also coaching other kids Mm -hmm. in that but we started we would coach varsity full-time and we would have our own team of third grade teams. Okay. So mm. in 2012, mm-hmm. it was Stelter, it was Wanyas, it was Sullivan, it was Zappa, it was, uh, I think it was Gothier. Those five guys had separate teams. They each had a team. See, I didn't know that. And they were running our stuff. Third grade, 
Then they go to fourth grade and they go to fifth grade and they just took the, this group all the way up. Well, then yep. once you got to the years where it was Mitch and then yep. Zach, I was coaching a team. Zappa was still coaching a team. Yep. So he coached like Zappa 15 years in the youth level or even more piping those kids to get them <laughs> ready for varsity. I truly believe that. And us coaches, we wanted the other kids to get that perspective and to keep those kids out and to make it fun and and make it competitive and Teach these kids how to win. People have asked me, like I'm qualified, what do you think it is with Owatonna football? We're not going to pick on Rochester, but they have a larger population and they're not all playing the same system. You don't know what district you're going to be. you got kids moving around. I think a lot of times Owatonna kids are just further along when they get to varsity physically. Mm-hmm. Rochester's got kids. Northfield's got a great program anyway. There's all these great programs, but Owatonna's best teams, the kids are further along because it's there's no private school to, to siphon a few kids here and there. Right. It's Owatonna kids. You're learning it at a young age. You just talked about that. And, and one of the things you've talked about, and I can't let you leave without 1,000 reps. That's your deal. Once you get them, they're not finished. No. And not I think at all. I'd love for you to talk about a guy, if you can weave in, a guy like Terrell Connor. He was a 1,000 rep guy. Wasn't supposed to be the next big thing, but I just love his story because I just remember this tall, kind of lanky kid and kind of a talkative, whatever. I'm like, I don't know if he's going to make it, but he did. We knew of Terrell kind of growing up and we knew of him from the ninth, when he came in, I think he came in as a ninth grader. He came back as a ninth grader. Yep. yep. And so, I mean, he was like six, two, yeah. long in the halls, a basketball guy, mm-hmm. had great feet. Great feet. And the best thing about it is that he couldn't catch the football. So it's like, hey, <laughs> hey. Let's, let's make him a lineman. Yeah, hell yeah. You know? Yeah. And he just kind of groomed himself into being, you know, uh, one of those bookend tackles uh-huh. for us. And he kind of was thrown into the fire. At Fairbowl. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's one of those things where, and you always come up to me in preseason yep. and stuff like that. And you or, you already know the, the answer that I'm yeah. going to give you. So what do you yeah. think? Yeah. Well, we got to, you know, the kids have to get a thousand reps. Yep. And that's in two-a-day practices. That's in the scrimmage. Yep. That's in the first three games or four games. Before you're even going to start to be comfortable. Case in point, you know we've got a we've got a good one that's coming. That's a senior this year, Grant Lauer, and all the tools. Absolutely, six three wrestler. You know, back in the back in time when he's a freshman, I think he was all close to three hundred pounds. He, he has. I remember picture day. He yeah. came in as a sophomore, like big dude. Yep. You and I talked. Yeah. You know, last year he trimmed down, and now we're looking at him. He's and, Bemidji State's out there. Yep. Right? And and the biggest thing about it is that. You could say that he was going through growing pains beginning of the season, but I tell you what, once week five hit, he was more confident. Yep. He was going hard. He was mowing people over. And then he carries that to the wrestling. Didn't Absolutely. lose a match. Absolutely. I remember him mauling kids on yes. the mat this year. Because he always kind of was methodical. Yeah. And he was worried about you know hurting people because he's a he's the greatest a kid ever. Dude. He is. I, nice you kid. know, you always wonder, it's like, does this kid ever get mad? Does he ever yeah. get off you know i'm yeah. I'm, I'm teasing him all the time it's like let's go come dude. on come on yeah. don't, be, don't be don't go lightly on these guys no. put them to the ground Hurt you know so yeah it's it's one of those things where people always think you know what's going on with the offensive line what's going on <laughs> these guys don't know what they're doing. running backs aren't rushing for what what do you mean we haven't busted one for 60 yards in, in four games yeah. with williamson <laughs> we had a great line some of those holes i mean especially the quarters game against <laughs> chaska which is a fun game in itself I could have yeah. made a couple yards on that thing. <laughs> but the J-Will ends up as, I'll just say it, the best running back in Minnesota State High School history because of a combo of things, because of his natural talent in the line. Yeah, it's, Jason's it's, a special kid. And, I, you know, I, and it's funny because I was listening to the to Rich Williamson's yeah. podcast. You know, I was just kind of surfing because, you know, with the summer job, I'm like, I can, I'm able to listen to podcasts. I'm like, 
Yep. All right, I'm going to check this one out. Yeah. You know, and Rich is a very humble guy mm-hmm. and just talking about, you know, the thing about Jason was always complimentary of the O-line. Mm-hmm. He never put it like it was on him. Mm-hmm. Like he was the man, most humblest kid ever. I don't think I've, I said one word to Jason in, or I did once in three <laughs> years. Yeah. And it was the reason what I said to him, or when I said it to him was the state finals and Things were were sketchy. St. Thomas. You know, we, yeah. We weren't averaging 14 yards to carry like from previous years. And all of a sudden he goes, coach, get me the ball. It's coming. It's coming. You're going to bust one. You're going to bust one. I guarantee it. Uh-huh. We're going to get to the second level and you're going to bust one. And boom, here you go. Sports you know? center. <laughs> I remember Dungy. That's a go for Sky Yuma, baby. That's right. That's right. And he gave the old point at the camera. He did. The thing is with Jason... Because he's the next next level guy. I mean, he's such an athlete. Whether he was a when his dad and I sat down in my living room when Jason had just I think he was right before he left for the U. I did a big story, the final story on him, and he said, you know, NFL, and it's like that's the type of athlete he is, right? He was one of those kids where Aki said, we need just free safety, just a half against Century. I'll go pick off three passes, <laughs> and then I'm done for the rest of the game. Jason was that, and they gave him a shot in the, in the running back room there, and then the injuries, and I know it was hard on his dad and himself, and now he's Jason Williams from the State Farm Agent. He's an insurance guy now. He is an insurance guy, so he made a smart move. We've got to get him in the, in the golf tournament. No he's, kidding. You know, he's a, he could probably he's swing a, a stick. And he probably could. Rich did say he could outshoot him, but I, it's not going to take long. A little practice for Jay Will, and he's a scratch golfer. Well, knowing Rich, the competitive juice is yeah. on 24-7 with him. It, well, and that's he true. will refuse to lose to Jason. to Jason. He'll sweep the leg or, <laughs> yes. or do something to him. Sweep the leg. It's going to be a karate kid, Jason. baby. With Jason, I've always told Rich this, and I remember talking to him Mankato West game a couple years ago first found out about and you know we didn't see each other in a while i said you know i will now remember jason for what he did in owatana there's no more chapters for him his chapter his book has been written and that's it coming off the field and hugging jeff that's it now the jay will story no one's ever going to take away anything he ever did and i would love to see him run the big 10 and be our guy but it didn't happen but right. everything he did has now been written, and he can be somebody else because he still struggles with coming back. Yeah. Oh, how was, how's your knee? Today? Um, which I can imagine in a town like this, that's pretty hard. You know, Otana is a very they're, – they're, they're caring and thoughtful. They are. And they're, they're, you know, they're always concerned about former our athletes or even our students in school. Mm-hmm. You know, how are you doing? Hope things are good. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, it's not. It's more than just sports. He had a, he had a decision to make and probably did the right thing. All you, you need is – one boom, and you're hit, and then you're, you're all of a sudden your shoulders. You need to get a whole shoulder oh. replaced. Well, it's like, yo, you want to go transfer to Division Two, and but. you know, it's funny how you you mentioned we talk about Jason yep. and the holes that he went through, and <sighs> this this wasn't any uh, ego of yep. of our old lineman. We just that method was where in in seventeen with Mitch's group, we were more dynamic. We had the that receiving core. We had Abe Velka, who was a two year starter that could yep. throw the lights out of it. And didn't overthink and, anything. Yes. And was very smart and very mm-hmm. technical. And we were so balanced. So then we go into the next year and we lose four out of five O linemen. We knew that Zach's group, we knew that they were going to be pretty good. Yep. But it's just when can we get these guys up to speed? It- well up to speed meant is that we we want to get our run game going because uh-huh. that's Jason's strength and let's figure this out mm-hmm. you know let's let's just start pounding the rock because our receiving core was young we had a a, a new quarterback in there you had two quarterbacks truly and 
Saul. Saul. Well, Saul was more of that run option. Change pace. Change pace. Where and he truly to, liked to just wheel it. He could fling it. And that was, <laughs> and, and the thing with Solomon, he went from the next big thing because he had a great lower level freshman yep. B squad yep. to, all right, I'm just going to be that change of pace and let's go win a state title. If I'm Correct me if I'm wrong, but he was a year older than Truly, I believe. Yeah, Trulson was a, was a year younger than that. That's, yeah. And then Solomon, by the end, was the guy in every game. And he had some big runs. He had some big. He had a he big had touchdown big pass runs. to Decam against yep. Chaska. Yep. Finn. Saul. Saul was a team first. Love those yeah. Havelkas, and you. There's still great kids in the program, but when 17, I think it was, we were at a baseball game. Jeff and I were. I think we were playing Farmington or something like that. Okay, Jeff, I got. I got this idea. You know, everybody. People are getting getting these stickers for the helmets. You know, and Owatonna really doesn't do that. They only get them for defense and stuff yeah, like defensive that. Defensive points. Like, yep. Let's put this thing together where. Every pancake block, I'll give them a sticker. I'll keep track. The kids will have to confirm it. They'll send me the clips off Huddle, so it'll make them watch Huddle. <laughs> yep. And there was I always told them there was a blue-collar hierarchy. There never was. It was me. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and so if there was if there was a question, yeah. and yep. there was kids that really took involved with, with video. Uh-huh. And they're like, Coach, I had seven. I had seven that game. Uh-huh. It wasn't five. I had seven. Well, you were the committee. See. Yep. Let's see. I was yep. the committee. The, the secret committee, and but the they thing didn't about know. it is that it trickled down mm-hmm. to the fullbacks. Uh-huh. It trickled down to the receivers. You've got quarterbacks blocking to the you. quarterback. Yes, and and it's Sol- funny because Solomon could block. He, uh, I would never. I would never. Uh, how do I say this? I would never admit it. Uh-huh. And I don't think I ever gave him one. Uh-huh. But. Saul was a hell of a blocker. And, and, I think he had four or five pancakes yeah. that one year. And I, I, I can't just give him one. No. You know, it's just. No, it's a pancake on. platoon. Is you that know? where that came yes. from? Yes, pancake I platoon. I love that sign. And so. Blue uh, collar. Yeah, that was the start. Platoon. Ameriprise Financial Advisors can work with you to provide personalized, goal-based advice based on your short and long-term goals. Plus, you can track your investments and find financial solutions with our digital tools and regular meetings. Call Wayne Norad Wetmore Wealth Management, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, today at 507-444-0901. That's 507-444-0901. Office is located at 1850 Austin Road, Owatonna, Minnesota. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, member FINRA and SIPC. But Zach was was always, you know, I knew about Zach because he was the ball boy. Yeah. Uh, he was with, who was he with, Matt? Matt. And, and the Saul. state championship. Yep. And I remember those <laughs> and guys. Mitch was there before that. He was. With, uh, yep. Yeah. Likely or whatever. One of them. Or something like that. Or he may, probably Abe Avelka. Yep. And I remember yeah. those guys were my first year was when you guys won in 2013. So it might have been their second year's ball boys, but... I just remember thinking, oh, this little Weiss. I don't even know if I knew his name. I just knew he was the ball boy. He likes like, purple Skittles or something. It was, either, it was one <laughs> of them. Like, yeah, yeah. I was a red Skittle guy. We'll move on. No, but then he comes up, and you know, I knew about you and Mankato and and all that. But then he he's just. I can remember talking to Melch before the Austin game when he started. It was his first start, I think, uh, when he was a sophomore. Middle of the year, I don't remember yep. what it was, but yep. usually I was talking to Kyle like I usually do before uh, the game, talking to NBA, and I said, you know, who's you know, yeah, his little little Zach is in there, little Weiss. He goes, look out, just, just wait, just wait. I said, okay, you know, I'm not a technician, but I waited and I watched. I'm like, all right, and then he just kept getting better and better, and and then he had a switch center 
senior year. Senior to center his senior year for Nolner. That's right, because Nolner got hurt, which was a bummer. But either way, it was super cool to to see your kids come through just because you're in the studio. You had your fullback son who, God, that big touchdown against Apple Valley. (laughs) Oh, I love it. Yep. Yeah, and then all of the the moments that you got to have with Zach, and and now he's pivoted to college hockey. Oh my God, I can't wait to get to that. But his playing career—he's your last kid coming through. Um, after a game, I'll just—how much did he? Because you were a hell of a blocker. For people who don't know, mm-hmm. HOF, mm-hmm. you're the third one, by the way. Roy, Matt, now you. Don't count Jeff yet because he's future Hall of Fame. Absolutely. Anyway, I'm gonna get to the point. Is that after a game? How how would he approach talking to you about it? You're not only his dad, but you're his coach. Did he bring it up, or was it later kind of thing? And how was it coaching him? What was that like? Uh, well, you know, it's when you when we talked about the separation of we had three coaches, mm-hmm. so I had the tackles and Doug he was inside. Yeah. Doug had sure. had Zach. So yep. you know, we really really won't have any like specific. Yep. Uh, teaching moments as far as how we're going to block this because Doug handled that. Yeah, and yeah. So he was that an was, inside that guy was the whole time. That yep. was good, but. The one thing that I, you know, with my kids is that I always want, I'm, I'm treating them the same. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, hopefully I didn't show favoritism, but no. you know, Zach was pretty good, you know, <laughs> and so, and, yeah. and not to brag, you know, but he, he, he was, le- he I'll learned, say it. you know, he, yeah. he, he learned, you know, he was there, he was around the game. He uh-huh. was, uh, he was, uh, you know, you just kind of got it, Yes, you know, and the same with Mitch, they, yeah. Mitch is, you know, by far he's, and I, you know, hopefully Zach's not linked to this, but. Uh-huh. Mitch is one of the hardest workers that I've ever I've ever been around, and uh-huh. just with the size, you know, being under tall, I say. Yes, uh, I've been under tall, my and whole I'm life. under tall too. Uh. But uh, you know, my, Mitch is one of the he's one of the hardest workers and the most quietest and yeah. humble kid that he gets that from his mother being raised the, the right way. Yeah. <laughs> but but the thing is, I always said with with Mitch too is when he came on, it's just like he just he was that captain at the end of the year. Uh, well, both of them were captains, Zach and Mitch, which is super cool. But it was like kids are gravitating towards that kid for a reason, and yeah. and you know it was it was super rewarding because he was that fullback linebacker, yeah. But just was always in the mix. Twenty six, I'll never forget. Um, it was uh, it, it was it was so cool to because I knew, like I said, you know, Zach was. I've mixed up their names so many times. I have to think every time I say. It. Zach was always the one I knew about. And then Mitch was like, God, I love 26 is always making plays. And it's like, it, it's so cool. Was, yeah, you know, the thing about it though, is that, you know, in a, in a case where in the world is like, yo, he's a coach's kid. He's a mm-hmm. coach's kid. That's why he's playing. He's a coach's mm-hmm. kid. Well, Zach, uh, Mitch intention, you know, he, he was a linebacker. He was, a, he was like an inside linebacker uh-huh. for ninth and 10th grade. And they, you know, they moved him to fullback his ninth grade year, and mm-hmm. he came in as a sophomore, and he didn't. He earned it. Yeah. You know? I mean, there was a couple injuries. There uh-huh. was one. Uh, there was this, there was a player that really struggled with the plays. Yep. And so, kudos to Mitch. He knew what he was doing. Mm-hmm. You know, and he, you know, he, he was so he was so undersized. He was, but he knew what he was doing. And all yes. of a sudden, if you got good technique. You know, all you gotta do is get in front of him. Yep. You know, and hold him off the quarterback. And, and he's strong be a for his lead broad blocker. shoulders for Absolutely. his smaller, not smaller, because he got bigger. But yeah, I, I remember seeing him like twenty six because it was those last year in those tight Nike uniforms. I'm like, yeah, made plays then, against male. Yeah, and then for Zach, it was one of those things where, you know, I I kept telling him, I'm like, okay, here's the deal with, and this is kind of my personal thing. And this mm-hmm. is probably the personal thing that I told Zach. I said, yep. dude, if you want to have, if you want to contend. 
Do you want to be elevated? Mm-hmm. You need to be 220. Mm-hmm. You need to be 5'10", 220, because that's what our guards are playing at. Yes. And he worked his butt off and was able to get there and yeah. was strong enough to play. Uh, technically sound. And, and, you know, and technically sound. You know, did he struggle? Absolutely. Did he make mistakes? Absolutely. He did but as he a was able to. But... He was able to overcome that with his yeah. athletic ability. Yep. And, you know, when he came up his sophomore year, you know, I kept, he's, Doug was the one that was kind of Because it wasn't in week on. one. And it I'm was like, like week three. Yeah. And I'm like going, what? <laughs> I, he, he never told me, uh-huh. you know, I kind of, all of a sudden I see Zach uh-huh. coming over and, you know, I didn't say anything. Yep. I know I, and after practice, I'm like, dude, what's going on here? Uh-huh. He goes, he's good enough to play. <laughs> And I and I didn't question Doug at all. Uh-huh. You know, the one thing about Doug is that he made he made changes, and I never questioned him because they always seemed to turn out right. And it was logical. Right. Doug's not going to make an, an emotional decision. Boy, I got to push this guy through because that's my uh, I've been working yeah, that's with, my, with that's my that's co- my, my, my brother's kid. kid. Yeah, it basically wasn't that way. No. It, not at all. It was logical, and, and look you know, what happened. A guy that was ahead of him got hurt. Kate Service had did. an injury. Yep. You know, and so That's Zach right. was at number two. He was yeah. at number two for it, it, like a I said, weeks. it was week three. He didn't start yeah, him right he didn't away. Start, and then all of a sudden, boom, he gets thrown in there, mm-hmm. and they for the from that on, he all leagues, yeah. junior, senior year. Probably, yeah. I think he was all honorable. Well, either way, that leads me to my. I always said that Zach's maybe four inches would be five from D one. <laughs> I know everyone can say that, but he just need to be bigger. But guess what? He is D one. Yes, right? yes, so cool. I love talking with Zach. And I did a couple months ago, I think it was right, at, and I, I gave him some time after the Quinnipiac game um, before I called him, and, and he was great. Um, but uh, hockey, you talk about athleticism. You need to be athletic to be a goalie, and he's the best that Oton has ever had, and that, that's something to be said well, I don't there. want to say he's the best. He's one, one of the best. We, we've had some really good You've goalies. had some good goalies. I was, yeah, no, that's fair. But he's up there, right? Yep. You know, he's done, he proved his, his medal. And I remember catching up to him maybe at Ken by last year, the year before. Mm-hmm. He said it was down in Amarillo or something and didn't didn't work out. And I thought, well, keep plugging away. And then he's up playing for Rochester for the Grizzlies. Rochester and, Grizzlies. And, and, and shout out Jason Feldman. My God, I loved love his reporting on him. He's Feldy, a good egg. Feldy's a good egg. And I <laughs> I love talking with, you know, Weesies with, with Feldy. Feldy. I like him. He's a good egg. Good guy. Um, but, you know, he proved he could dominate at that level. And I'll let you take it from there. I don't want you to speak for Zach because we've gotten, I've gotten his perspective. Right. But as a hockey dad, um, how cool is that to see him progress? And his story is so unique. He wasn't handed anything in hockey. Right. And he's still that way. And he's, he's just about perfect kind of backup you could have. But just, I think, and I'll let you talk after this. Is, I don't know what he's told me. I'm not, I don't know if I can be a starter next year. I'm a gopher. That's what he wants. So, you know, when, when Zach was growing up, he was very fortunate to have really good youth coaches. Mm-hmm. And, and he, for some reason, you know, cause he always, he was always skating with Mitch's group. So he was Mitch's two, yep. two uh, year older, two years older. Yep. And, uh, no, he's a year older. Duh. One or two. Edit that out. Cause I'll get in trouble. From Sarah. <laughs> yeah, don't worry. Uh, <laughs> but he was always skating. So like if Mitch yep. was a C squirt, uh-huh. Zach was a park and rec guy. Yep. I coached the C squirt team, so I would bring Zach along. Bring yep. Zach along. Yeah. And he he always wanted to be goalie. I was well, going to ask how long has he played that. Yeah. <laughs> kept, go. He's like, Dad, yeah. I want to be goalie. I'm like, No, you're not going to be goalie until you're 
do you want to be a goalie? You can determine it when you're a peewee. Yeah. But I want you to learn how to skate and yeah. uh, and work and do this stuff. So because Mitch was a good hockey player, I'll say that yeah, right now. Mitch yeah. was Mitch was anyway. very solid. Um. So anyway, so we go through that, and Zach becomes a peewee, and we are playing the season, and then all of a sudden Zach was played on the it was called the Ice Clams. That was a team out of Casson for Triple A hockey. Mm-hmm. A lot of kids from. Uh, Valento, Oliphant, uh, one Baumgartner. Sure. He was all part of that mix. They all played for this, for a team out of Casson. Yep. And we go up, and I think this is the second year of AAA. We go up to uh, the cities, and we're playing in AAA. They, I don't know if it's changed, but they mm-hmm. had what was called an invite tournament and a elite. Okay. Well, invite is that lower caliber type. If you're elite, you're elite. Yep. Okay. So you go and we're playing in the elite and we're going, oh man, this isn't going to be good. This is sure. Cause it's 20 minute periods oh. and you're playing against the machine. You're playing against the, yeah. uh, the, who's the top, top team or whatever machine and yep. so on. So, yep. uh, the blades, Minnesota blades, that yep. was, those two were the teams. And so all of a sudden, you know, we get caught where we're playing, we're playing the Minnesota machine. And yep. they're a team that's based out of Edina, yep. and it's it's a great program. <laughs> yep. And I think we lost like seven to seven to two, but uh-huh. Zach had sixty five saves. <laughs> and this is he's going against some of the top yes. players in Minnesota. And by the way, the team that he played on the machine growing up, yeah, twenty of those guys are D one <laughs> out of that group. So that's awesome. That's that O awesome. two group. There was over twenty kids that played in that. That group, yep, they go D one. That's awesome. And so, yep. you know, so we play the game, and you know, I'm leaving home, and <laughs> and all of a sudden, Scott Oliphant, who's uh, one of the coaches, he's like, "Hey, they're they're asking about Zach," and I'm uh-huh. like, "Ooh, <laughs> yeah, it was the machine, like whatever." You know, I didn't know nothing about. It. I didn't know what yeah. the machine was. Sure, you know. Uh, and so all of a sudden, he comes back, and and I'm it's in the fall, and we're doing football, and. And doing stuff, and I'm working, and all of a sudden my phone rings, and it's like a six five one area code. Yeah, you probably I just let it go to voicemail, and I'm like, okay, Uh I don't uh, recognize this number. I do the same thing. So, I you know pull my phone out later, and I, I, uh, you know, take the voicemail, and it's, you know, hey, hey, Mark, this is uh, his last name is Bros. His actually his (laughs) kid plays for Colorado or Denver right now. Christian Bros. Yep. Uh, hey, we 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 saw you guys play against us, and we're or you want to know if you're interested in playing with the Machine Orange, which is that top team. Uh-huh. And so I'm like, <laughs> I had no idea <laughs> yeah. what it was. So I listen to the message, hang up, and I Google. call, I call okay. Storm right away. Sure, Josh, Josh, yep. You know, because Josh and I became friends. Yeah. You know, I was on the on the uh, hiring committee for mm-hmm. him, being mm-hmm. a president of the Blue Line Club. Mm-hmm. So I helped out with that, and I told, like, Josh, what's this uh, Machine Orange team? He goes, uh, who called you? <laughs> and I'm like, well, it was Tristan Bros's dad, blah, blah, blah. I go, I mean, is this worth it? He goes, you go play. <laughs> yes. Because this is the elite of the elite. Uh-huh. And so he ended up doing that. So he ended up traveling and doing summer uh-huh. hockey, but also playing baseball and doing all that stuff. So yeah. he kind of got the mix of playing with some D1 athletes. Okay. <laughs> okay. I didn't know that. So, so. When you when you go into that, then you all of a sudden you're in the Bantams, uh-huh. and then you go to high school, and you know being from Oatana, mm-hmm. if, if it wasn't for Josh, 
you know, he he uh, he was from the cities, from Lakeville. Mm-hmm. He knew a lot of connections, uh, and we were able to have a really good year. And and Zach's senior year, a good friend of mine, which is Lincoln Nguyen. Yep. Uh, Alaska actually, hockey. Alaska hockey. Yep. Who was actually into the coaching profession, and he came back, and I think he was going to earn his special eds degree in Owatonna uh-huh. and be a coach. Well, in in the other side of it, that he was into advising. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, so he had a group of people that he was advise, advising. You know, and so all of a sudden, Lincoln's Lincoln's were talking. We were even talking about hockey, and all of a sudden he goes, you know. If Zach wants to pursue this, I can help, mm-hmm. you know, and it was one of those things where it just kind of, we kind of connected. And, and so after hockey season, cause he, he knew that he wanted to play hockey, mm-hmm. uh, football just wasn't there. He didn't have the measurables, yeah, athletic he, ability. He absolutely. Was if he, he just, was six, four, I mean, even Jeff said it at the, at the bank, he had been playing for PJ Flock easily. So or, yeah, exactly, he would know, have had his choice of schools. Right, wasn't big enough. That's exactly. I so, like to list him at six foot to stretch him. But <laughs> yes, anyway, continue, yes, continue. Yes, five ten and yeah, something, something. Yes. Uh, so anyway, so then we get this connection, and all of a sudden we're kind of going through options, and there was the there was the NA draft, and he uh-huh. didn't get drafted. Well, this was before that, so I'm kind of rambling here. That's okay. So That's coach, I'm following. So I knew this. The coach of the Grizzlies was yep. was Chris Ratzloff. Mm-hmm. And Chris Lassoff was a was a coach for the HP Performance, which is yes. the USA Springtime. And so he was he had, going up there doing that. And he had a he had a group of fifty. I think he had U fifteens. Yep. Okay. Well, he coached Mitch, and all of a sudden he coached Zach. And huh. so we're we had this we had this connection. I knew who he was because yep. he was a couple years older than me. He played hockey from JM, mm-hmm. and. Uh, and so, and we kind of we kind of knew each other, and so he ended up. I ended up running into, into him at the Rochester Century game when we beat him in in double overtime. Yes, yeah. And he it was, was at, asking yeah. about Zach and what he was going to do, and I yeah. said, "Well, right now he wants to play hockey." Uh-huh. And you know, he didn't he didn't commit or anything like that. He was he was just kind of intrigued of what he wanted to do. And I said, "You know, he's we're not getting a lot of attention because he's a three sport athlete." And Southern all men, the, all these guys yeah. who are. Legit players, they got to commit be a full time be a full time one sport athlete. You just you don't see that, and mm-hmm. so that's kind of the downfall on on him because mm-hmm. that was part of it. It's like, well, he hasn't committed himself. It's like, well, he's a he he uh, he's a he's an athlete that plays three sports. Yes, you know what? Why not? You, and he's hardly been a coach by a goalie coach. Just he's imagine, never had one. yeah, that could be a his strength you know, turned exactly. into a strength. So groom him. You yeah. can find a team where you groom him. Yeah, and so. Chris Rassoff ended up reaching out to Zach, and so Zach and Colin Pedersen went over mm-hmm. and skated with them after yep. the season, and uh, he liked them so much, they offered him a tender. Yep. And this was so cool because if if they got tendered, that means that any other NA3 team, if they can't, they, they can draft him, Yep. but he has to go to Rochester. Okay. Okay? So it was a, just a perfect situation where he came in, Came to the Grizzlies. They had a great goalie, a great system. They just came off. Uh, they were in the they were in the Fraser Cup semifinals. Yep. The goalie came back. Zach was kind of the, the number two going mm-hmm. in. They split time though in the beginning, mm-hmm. and the Zach kind of figured out he learned how to be a goalie.
Thank you for listening to the Husky Bulletin Podcast. Part two with Mark Weiss will air on Sunday, August 13th. Until then, so long. Hey fans, it's Dan Weisberg, color commentator for the Husky football team. Are you ready for some Friday night lights? Once you're done listening to Roy and I on the call, head down to Reggie's Brewhouse on North Cedar Avenue for the ultimate post-game celebration. It's the place to be this fall. Enjoy fresh cocktails, ice-cold beers, and the electric atmosphere that only Reggie's can deliver. Win or lose, we're here to celebrate the spirit of the game. Meet up with friends, share unforgettable moments, and savor the taste of victory. Reggie's Brewhouse, your post-game destination. Must be 21 years or older to drink. Please drink responsibly. Just northeast of Owatonna is a unique par 3 golf experience. Havana Hills Golf and Event Center. The new owners have worked tirelessly to upgrade the greens, enhance its venues, and cultivate a welcoming environment. Green fees start at just $11 and are tailored to fit junior to senior level players. And don't forget, Havana Hills boasts the city's only public driving range that includes 20 spacious stalls and an assortment of newly installed yardage markers and targets. Head online to HavanaHillsGolf.com or call 507-571-0249 today and experience the upgrade of Havana Hills. Ameriprise Financial Advisors can work with you to provide personalized, goal-based advice based on your short and long-term goals. Plus, you can track your investments and find financial solutions with our digital tools and regular meetings. Call Wayne Norwood Wetmore Wealth Management, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, today at 507-444-0901. That's 507-444-0901. Offices located at 1850 Austin Road, Owatonna, Minnesota. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, member FINRA and SIPC. 100% 100% digital, 100% sports, 100% local. You'll find it all at thehuskybulletin.com. Tune in for Mike Up Misfits, weekdays at noon on your sports leader, the fan Owatonna.